Kansas anymore. Are you ready? Now I'm just getting warmed up. This task was appointed to you. I said I want the truth! I say we take off and move the entire site from Dodge that. Hello and welcome to the BBFC podcast. I'm Joe and today I'm joined by Karen, one of our compliance team, to discuss classifying Doctor Who, in particular why some episodes are rated PG and while others are more suitable at 12. So welcome back to the podcast, Karen. Thank you. Now, uh, would you describe yourself as a Whovian at all? Or? I probably shouldn't describe myself as a Whovian because I think uh, then I might get questioned in too much detail about some of the, <laughs> some of the Doctor Who trivia, but I am a, I'm a fan and I, I, I do keep up to speed with it and I do watch the... The, the current run of the series so I know a little bit about it but probably not a full, fully fledged Whovian Fair enough fair enough yeah as we were discussing before we started recording I've, I was kept up with it when I was a kid and, and loved it back then but I've not kept up with the uh, the current series so you're the expert on this one well, I'll, I'll, I'll try to be <laughs> <laughs> Okay great now the reason we're talking about Doctor Who is because we've actually received a request from one of our listeners Gary Stock has written in to say hi this is something I'd like discussed on the podcast please I can't understand how Doctor Who episodes can be rated at 12 due to horror moments when essentially it's a children's show yet some horror films like for example Shaun of the Dead and Cockneys vs Zombies are graphically violent and are rated at 15 I'm very interested in the BBFC and how it works and always listen to the podcast so Karen um, rating Doctor Who at the BBFC does sometimes trigger a bit of a discussion so obviously it's a well known family viewing series and a lot of it's rated at PG but are 12 level episodes quite a recent trend? Um, well, I think it probably depends on what you mean by recent. Um, as any Whovians, and there probably will be some listening, um, know very well Doctor Who really is a, is a kind of story of two halves. Um, so it initially ran on TV in the UK from 1963 when um, William Hartnell was the very first Doctor. And it ran until 1989 when Sylvester McCoy, who was my Doctor when I was a child, uh, and he was the seventh Doctor. Um, and of course, for the, the real fans will know, obviously, that there was the TV movie of uh, 1996 um, which starred Paul McGann as the eighth doctor and obviously the production history behind all of that is really really complicated mm-hmm. but in terms of BBFC classification it's it's fairly simple all of the episodes of that original 1960s to 1980s run of Doctor Who were classified at U and PG although some recent DVD extras to accompany those episodes uh, have been passed at 12 for maybe a bit of swearing or some some cheeky sex references got thrown in during audio commentaries and things like that and it was actually the uh, the 1996 TV movie which was the first ever Doctor Who episode to get a a 12 uh, and back then it actually even needed some cuts to avoid it getting a 15 classification because it had some quite bloody medical detail um, and a neck break but it has actually been available uncut uh, on DVD since about 2001 so that's that's the kind of first half of the story and then using our own little podcast TARDIS uh, we can maybe jump forward in time to the rebooted version of the show which uh, returned to TV under the guardianship of Russell T Davis uh, back in March 2005, and that had Christopher Eccleston as our ninth Doctor. And it didn't take long, actually, for that first season to hit a 12 classification, uh, with the third episode, which was called Unquiet Dead, and it was placed at 12 for its moderate supernatural horror. 
it's quite a spooky period episode in which the Doctor and his companion Rose, who's played by Billy Piper, they travel back to Christmas Eve, 1869, and they team up with Charles Dickens to stop a gaseous alien race from taking over the bodies of the dead and killing the living to create even more hosts for themselves. And the opening scene, even before the, the famous music and the, the TARDIS spinning credits, um, that was felt to be particularly startling and scary um, as a dead woman rises up from her coffin and strangles the man that's that's been mourning her overall it's it's quite a dark episode in terms of tone and the theme of the dead rising up again and it also lacks some of the usual uh, doctor who humor which often lightens up the mood when things can get a little bit scary um and also in that that first series the rebooted series there was another episode that was classified at 12 this time for some scenes of moderate violence and uh, that episode is called dalek and it sees the Doctor visit a museum full of alien ar- artefacts, one of which is his oldest enemy, the Dalek. Um, now, the Daleks have been a feature of Doctor Who for quite a long time, and I'm not sure anybody finds them especially scary these days, even though they can now get upstairs. But in this episode, um, the Doctor actually um, appears to torture one of the Daleks, um, he electrocutes it um, as he takes out some of his his personal anger about the the death of the Time Lords at the hand of the Daleks. So our hero, the Doctor Who, uh, resorts to torture, which is probably fine when it's Jack Bauer in 24, um, at episodes past at 15, but maybe not quite so good in a, a children's programme at, um, at PG. So that episode was classified at 12. But not everyone agreed with us, I have to say. Uh, and we had quite a few, um, or a handful of letters of complaints saying that we had, we had overreacted by passing it at 12. But interestingly, all of the letters were from adults. Um, and actually, half of them hadn't, even, hadn't watched the episode themselves, um, but were just reacting to some of the press coverage of the story. So, so those were the initial ones that were passed at 12. Sure, actually, I think that's one of the few episodes of the new series I have actually seen. I can't remember whether I've seen it here or at home, but I do remember it being quite intense. Yes, I think that's I think that's why it's it's kind of all their uh, latent anger that the Doctor's been building up for mm. however many hundreds of years uh, uh, as he confronts the Daleks, and it, and it was quite a dark episode that he kind of takes out some of his some of his anger on them and um, resorts to violence, which is quite unusual for the Doctor because he doesn't like to use violence. So. Yeah, I guess it's a well, it's a more modern take on the Doctor as well, I suppose, isn't it? So. So, yeah, he's yeah. he's more maybe he's a bit more in tune with his feelings than he was yeah, uh, perhaps, yeah. <laughs> he was a while ago. Sure. So, what about the more recent uh, seasons of the program? Because obviously, there's been quite a few come out since then. Yeah, I mean, since that first series in 2005, pretty much every season of the show, in fact, I know every season of the show has had a number of episodes classified at 12. Although through the years of the 10th and 11th Doctors, played by David Tennant, who is my personal favourite, I have to say, and Matt Smith, um, there have tended to be more episodes rated at PG than 12. Um, there been quite a few 12 rated episodes um, and for various reasons so some uh, gory moments like in an episode um, called Planet of the Ood which was from David Tennant's season in 2008 um, when the main baddie of the episode actually ends up peeling the skin off his own head to reveal that underneath he's an Ood um, and that was felt to be quite a grim special effect um, I mean obviously it's a kind of fantasy moment but it was still quite a, um, a grim and, and slightly gory moment so that went at 12 
12. But for the most part, episodes have tended to be classified at 12 for the levels of horror and threat that they contain. I mean, Doctor Who's always been one of those shows that has had kids hiding behind the sofa. I don't know if you did when you were when you were little and oh, you watched it. Bit, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the classic image of people watching Doctor Who, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. And, um, and the current the showrunner, who will be departing soon, Stephen Moffat, has, has, has certainly embraced the idea that it's, it's OK to have scares in a show that is aimed at children. I mean, he's actually been quoted as saying that he deliberately sets out to frighten your viewers. But... But he does uh, emphasise that he means that in the kind of in a, in scare them in the same way that a roller coaster would. So um, offering them thrills and a bit of an adrenaline rush, but without trying to petrify them. And that's actually something we certainly look for when classifying these uh, sort of shows. That, that those thrills and spills, the scares, they're balanced out by quieter moments. So we we know that the Doctor is almost always there to offer words of reassurance to his companion and through them to the audience as well. Because the presence of the genius hero uh, who always makes everyone feel that no matter the, how difficult the circumstances, he'll be able to find a solution. So he offers some comfort. And of course the doctor, Doctor's humour helps too. Uh, even in the darkest of moments he can he tends to throw in a witty one-liner uh, to lift the tension and remind us that it's his family entertainment not not a bleak kind of horror show for for adults although with that said i think probably with the arrival of peter capaldi as the doctor in 2014 so our current doctor the show has certainly gone down some darker paths and episodes are actually quite now regularly classified at 12 and i, I look i look back through our records to, to see how many peter capaldi starred in 39 episodes which includes the uh, christmas specials and out of those 39 17 of them have been passed at 12 and the most recent series which had 13 episodes um, eight of those have have gone out at 12 which is quite an increase in the number that have gone at the higher category than, than previous series and one episode in particular went to 12 for the kind of darker themes and it, it did get some uh, press coverage at the time it was the episode called dark water which was in peter capaldi's first season and this episode danny who's the boyfriend of uh, clara who's the doctor's companion at the time um danny's knocked down and he's killed so uh, clara is obviously distraught and she begs the doctor to go back and change the past so that uh, Danny can come back to life. But he refuses and he actually takes her to visit Danny in the afterlife, where although we learn that although he's dead, uh, that he and other people are still uh, affected by the condition of their body in the real, in the living world. So he tells them that um, he feels quite cold because he's being kept in a mortuary. And also um, these these bodies are often heard out crying, crying out, don't cremate me, <laughs> which, is, which is all pretty dark. It's creepy, <laughs> isn't it? It is creepy. And um, it certainly touches on common themes that feature in often more adult horror, horror works mm. and that actually episode led to some complaints to the BBC not to the BBFC um, about the suitability of the theme of, of death in a, in a children's show and it, it did give us enough pause for thought when we were classifying it it did go at 12 um, our BBFC insight really clearly flagged up the issues of uh, the theme of death uh, the violence and the threat Sure, yeah, so obviously some fairly dark uh, subject matter there. Uh, our listener does ask, though, why some episodes of Doctor Who are rated 12 horror moments, while films like Shaun of the Dead are rated 15. I mean, on the face of it, they sort of contain perhaps similar themes and similar issues. So how's a horror in that film different from uh, from the Doctor Who episodes? Uh, well, the first thing to say is that Shaun of the Dead, uh, which we classified back in 2004, um, is rated 15 not just for the horror, but for, for some very strong language as well. So there's obviously a bit of a difference there. Uh, Doctor Who might do a lot of things, but 
but he doesn't tend to get very sweary. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which, to be fair, is surprising since he was previously Malcolm Tucker. That's, so. <laughs> that's true. Let, let's just say we're glad that he doesn't use the same language indeed, that indeed. he used then. Um, but as, as you say, there's, there's a, there is a difference in the horror between uh, works like Shaun of the Dead and uh, Doctor Who. Um, as I, as I said before, since you know, since time immemorial, children have have enjoyed being uh, scared, and some of the most popular TV shows and films um, aimed at children have an element of horror in them. Things like Scooby Doo is a classic example. Every episode is about ghouls and ghosts and monsters, um, and the gang have to work out if the ghost is real. Um, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: they're usually not real. And there's also lots of big name films like Frank and Weenie from 2012. There's the Monster Inc. films, which use the ideas of monsters and, and scares. The Monster House films, Paranorman, and all of those are, are aimed at children. Um, but they all have jumps and scares. But they, as I said before, they offer that uh, roller coaster ride and have moments of, of comedy. Uh, as well and then that's so similar to Doctor Who but then obviously there's the horror that's aimed at older teenagers and adults because adults too like to be be scared um, and Shaun of the Dead is part of that um, uh, is part of that genre and the pleasure in, in something like Shaun of the Dead is usually the splatter so the bloody detail is the zombies kill or, or are killed and you know they get hit on the head with shovels or my, fa- my personal favourite is when they get hit on the head with the vinyl records that's a yeah. great moment <laughs> but Shaun of the Dead is also of course comic as Doctor Who can be, um, and it's quite fantastical. I mean, we don't really believe that there are zombies wandering the hills of uh, Crouch End, but it's really the bloodiness of the horror that puts clear ground between the between the two. So, with I mean, with the fifteen classification, we're saying that a film really isn't suitable for anyone under fifteen, and with a twelve, a film or TV episode probably isn't appropriate for anyone under twelve. So, while there's only one classification classification category between them, there's obviously three years between something like Doctor Who and Shaun of the Dead, and it, and it, it it tends to be that level of of bloodiness and gore that that pushes something like Shaun of the Dead beyond the bounds of of the twelve category. Yeah, I mean, the, the few bits of uh, modern Doctor Who that I've seen, I don't recall uh, blood splattering across the camera. No, it doesn't. It, sometimes you might get a bit of alien, g- green alien right. goop or something going flying, but it, yeah, it, it's certainly not bloody in the same way that, that Shaun of the Dead or many other horror films are. Sure. So what do you think the most complicated episode of Doctor Who that you've had to examine is? Um, I've watched quite a few um, uh, over my years at the BBFC, but I think for me personally, one of the trickier episodes was from one of the more recent series and one that leaned quite heavily on the sort of horror ideas and images that we'll, we'll frequently see in scarier films at 15 and 18. And it's an episode called Before the Flood, um, which was from season nine, um, so Edge in 2015. And it does feature Peter Capaldi again, the darker doctor. And he ends up uh, having to deal with some ghosts that are haunting an, an, an underwater mining base. So rather than aliens or monsters from the other episodes, these are actually ghosts of real human characters who have died. Um, or at least that's what we believe right till the end of the episode. Sorry if it's a spoiler for people. Um, when it's revealed that actually they're... I'm not quite sure if I got this right. They're ele- electromagnetic force field projections or something, <laughs> something similarly sciencey and timey wimey. Sounds like a Doctor Who type, <laughs> type thing. It does. <laughs> it does. I'm not. I'm not a scientist, so I don't get the detail. But um, but the ghosts, as we see them, are they're pretty spooky. They they loom over the other characters. They've got these blackened out eye sockets, and they whisper kind of uh, in really creepy fashion. You can't hear what they're saying, but they're whispering, and their lips are moving the whole time. We get the classic horror imagery of people moving through dark corridors, knowing that something quite horrible is out there waiting to jump on them, and we we the audience is expecting those jump 
moments uh, the whole time. And one sequence that really stood out for me comes quite late in the episode when we see the character of Cass, who is wandering one of these corridors on her own. And the audience can see that one of the ghosts is following her. Not only that, he's he's dragging an axe behind him and it's scraping along the floor in quite menacing fashion as he follows her. But the thing is that Cass is deaf, so she can't hear the whispering ghost and she can't hear the dragging axe behind her. And it, the episode really cleverly cuts between the uh, the audience's sound, so the, hearing the ghost and hearing the axe, and the silent world that, that Cass is in. And that really builds up the tension. And the level of threat is really pretty quite strong. And I, I have to say, it's probably the sort of things that really wouldn't look in a, out of place in a horror film at, at 15. So those moments are quite, are quite tense, but then we get them offset by the by Doctor Who being there and those uh, moments of comedy that uh, that lighten the mood so while individual moments are quite strong and quite scary it might be 15 level in another horror context the overall context of, of the work means that uh, it, it could be classified at 12 but it's a really interesting episode and uh, especially for, for horror fans I think it's one to keep an eye out for yeah it certainly sounds pretty creepy so um, I can see why it didn't quite get a PG for no, example no not suitable at PG no indeed well thanks very much Karen and I hope, uh, Gary, that that answers your question as to how we arrived at the 12s for Doctor Who versus the 15 for Shaun of the Dead. Uh, don't forget that if you do want to ask us to speak about a particular film or TV show on the podcast, you can do so by emailing us at podcast at bbfc.co.uk or you can use the podcast feedback form on the podcast page of our website. Or if you're on Twitter, you can also tweet to us at, at bbfc.